Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tip Show. Show. A show designed to assist man in his quest to succeed on Pinterest. If you have interests in the content you want to share, content you want your clients to see, learn ways to grow and succeed in this unique and exciting world, one man will assist you on your journey. To become a pinner and grow your presence online, men and women can share in the success. And here to show you how is your host, is your host Jeff C. Adding testosterone, one pin at a time. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Manly Pinterest Tips Podcast. I'm Jeff C., and you're not. Should my business try doing live video? Is there a special software equipment that I need? Can I broadcast to just my Facebook group? I've been using live video to do this show and podcast all the way back to my first show on Google Hangouts, and a lot has changed since then. We have more options and opportunities with live video than ever before. But is live video right for you and your business? We'll be discussing that and much more on today's show. But first, have you downloaded my free Manly Pinterest Tips Tackle Box? It's chock full of some of my favorite resources for creating images and productivity. So go to manlypinteresttips.com and check it out. My go-to live video expert, Ian Anderson Gray, will be back on the show today to help answer these questions and live questions from the audience on today's show. Ian is the founder of Seriously Social, a blog focused on social media tools. He's a speaker trainer, teacher, web developer, and consultant. He has a passion for turning the techno babble of social media marketing into plain English. Ian is co-founder of Select Performers, a family-run web agency. As well as being a geek, husband, and dad to two kids, Ian is also a professional singer and lives near Manchester in the United Kingdom. Now, this interview that I did with Ian was a live show where the audience was able to interact with myself, guests, and each other. If you'd like to be a part of one of our live shows, make sure to head on over to manlypinterestips.com and join our email community to find out when our next live show is. Come join us where you can ask your own questions during the show. I love having Ian on the show, mainly because of his accent, but also because he is so stinking smart. His live shows are always informative and entertaining, and he really knows how to boil down some of the complex technical jargon into understandable steps. So without further ado, let's jump right into my conversation with Ian Anderson Gray. Ian, thanks so much for being back on the show today. It's a pleasure. I kind of always squirm when you when you say I'm a geek because of all those <laughs> years of being bullied as a child. And uh, I kind of have to remind myself, but it's okay, it's cool to be a geek. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't really I went to a small school. I didn't get bullied too much. I mean, I, but I wasn't Mr. Sports Guy. But yeah, it's kind of uh, in vogue now to be <laughs> to be to be a geek because they have all the money, I guess. But not us, but everybody else. Um, <laughs> but if I'm asking, if I'm talking today on the show and you guys have questions, feel free to enter them on the sidebar here on Crowdcast, and we will get to them and ask the, uh, and Ian and I will discuss those, and I'll ask those questions of Ian to, to on the show today. And you can even come on camera if you so desire. So we're gonna be trying that stuff out so okay ian live video we talked about on you were on the show before and we kind of talked about live video 101 but there's been a ton of changes to um live video i mean in just in the last you know three or four months and every social platform seems to be getting on the live video bandwagon so where should a business start if they're interested and in maybe you know kind of diving into this live video stuff 
Well, I suppose you've got to think, you know, where where are you hanging out as a business to begin with? So I think most businesses are probably going to have a Facebook presence. And I think Facebook make, is makes it really, really easy. So, you know, you can you could just get it through your phone, you know, and I would suggest just trying it on your phone to begin with, uh, probably on your profile, because the great thing about uh, with your phone going onto your profile is that you can change the the privacy settings to only me to begin with. So mm. you can test it out a few times. And um, I can't tell you how many times I tested it out to begin with before I actually went public. Uh, so try that out. And uh, I'm actually working with somebody, uh, a business locally at the moment, and we're going to do quite a few private videos first just to test the waters, make sure the tech is working, and then you can uh, then you can go publicly. So yeah, test that out, but also think, you know, where where is your audience? You know, uh, maybe your audience is mainly on Twitter. And, and in that case, maybe you should look at uh, Periscope. So mm. uh, just have a have a have a look at where you're going to be, where your presence is going to be. And I know you you know mentioned you mentioned testing it out yourself on your phone, which is a good thing. And one of the reasons I do interview shows is because there's a lot of pressure when you're just looking at the phone and talking. Um, so that's why I like uh, bringing on like guests yeah, like you. Yeah. And I mean, my whole show is based around that because it would be hard for me to sit up there and talk. Now, some people don't have an issue with that, but I just I would rather talk to people I find interesting and, and kind of have a conversation. So are there any tips you have for people who are, you know, they want to test it on their phone, you know, and Periscope is almost, unless you do some 30, third party stuff, which we'll talk about later, is you talking to the to the phone. Uh, Facebook Live, a lot of time, you know, the only way to do that is talk to the phone. It's just you. So what would you suggest for those people who maybe struggle with kind of that kind of stuff? Well, there's some kind of fairly practical ways you can you can sort this out just by you can have a guest that you can talk to who's actually physically next to you you know uh, obviously that's yes. not going to help with us because you know right. we've got the atlantic ocean in the way but right. uh, currently anyway and uh, but that that's one way you you can do it um the the second thing is if it is just you because i i'm the same as you I, I just i start to kind of um i just start to kind of run out of things to say or that's my fear right um and i wonder whether actually just trying to do it on your own to begin with keep it short to begin with uh i think we talked about this before just just have a plan have um if you've written a, a blog post or if you've got some other content or if you've got you know just anything really just have three points that you want to talk about um have them in front of you just bullet points and go and go through the bullet points and uh, you you'll be really surprised actually um if you've got that structure there in front of you you can You'll probably speak for more than you think you will, uh, particularly if you start to get people coming in um, and in, in watching you live as well. Don't get distracted by those people. That's that's another thing just to be careful with, uh, because if you get if you lose your flow, that that can be when it goes wrong. So just be aware of that. Right. So I, I would think also that um, and I've noticed this before for. Um, kind of interview shows versus the, the 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 periscope kind of when you're talking to the camera people are a lot more forgiving on those than yeah. i mean and i think a lot of times we we put a barrier in front of ourselves saying we've got to have a professional background we've got to you know have three points and we've got to you know i yeah. think as long as you're providing value i think yeah. that it's something that you should try and not worry about all the you know because 
people are used to looking at Snapchat stuff and, and that kind of thing, you know, pretty yeah. often. And I don't think it, it matters as much as we think it does. I think you're so right. I mean, we, there's always an excuse, you know. I, I mean, I I don't particularly like my background here. I'm I'm looking at ways of improving things. I'm just jealous of yours, you see. And <laughs> and you know, but if I if I kept on thinking of all these things, um, such as my background, my lighting, uh, whatever it is, they're, they're just barriers between me and me getting my message out. And the people out there that genuinely bizarrely perhaps want to hear what i want to say what i have to say so uh, i i think uh, if you're a business and you're putting up all these barriers i think you need to recognize that uh, and just get on and do it uh, and you will if you're scared that is actually a good thing it means you, it means you care but it uh, what you need to do is channel that nervous energy that adrenaline into into just doing it and as you say, people will people will be forgiving. You know, I've I've seen um, live videos when the cats they've got a pet cat and it's you know jumped on the keyboard or the kids right. have come in and jumping around in the background and actually, you know, that just put, kind of shares your humanity really. So uh, um, don't worry too much about that. Yeah, and so one of the other questions I have is, you know, who do you think live video is perfect for? Do you think everybody should give live video a shot? Or do you think it's only reserved for those, you know, people yeah. who like to, to blather on, maybe like we do? That was a British term. Was that blather on? That sounded kind of British, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure which part of the UK that's from. Blather, blather on. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, well, I think, I think that is a really, really important question to ask because I think some of us can get shiny new tool syndrome we get really excited by new technology and we jump on it and we've forgotten to ask the question why are we doing this and you know it's not wrong to to have to 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 play with new technology it may be that in your industry there's no one else that is doing this and it's a way to uh, for you to stand out from your competition and that that's not wrong uh, but i think you do need to think a bit more strategically about these things and to have a step back and think well actually okay live video is great but why should we be doing it mm. and i can come up with plenty of ways of why um, many businesses should do it but uh, you just need to think about whether it's right for you whether you are actually going to be comfortable ish with live video i don't think everyone's going to be totally comfortable um mm. but uh, if you're if you're if you've done it for 10, 10 weeks and you're still a nervous wreck and you're having to lie down and, and have, uh, you know, I don't know, right. you've you turned to drink, Oxygen. you know, yeah. or whatever it is, you know, then maybe you've got to start to think it, maybe it's not for me, but I would say, you know, give it a go. Um, but do ask the question why you, why you're doing it. Not don't just do it because everyone else is doing it. Right. You know, I was thinking, okay, let me try to find somebody who live video would not be good for. And I thought, oh, an undertaker, that'd be horrible. But then I thought, then I found actually, it's a really a service for people who can't attend the funeral to watch that funeral service on mm -hmm. live video and, 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 and funeral homes are doing it. So I, that kind of busted my whole idea. It's like, no, that they couldn't do it, you know? So I think, you know, like you said, if, um, as long as it's not making you physically ill, you know, maybe you should get to try it. I think not, you need to look in your industry because I bet you that most people aren't doing that. And if you want to stand out, like you mentioned, um, that would be a, a perfect way to, uh, to do that. So here's the I, other question. Totally, totally agree. I was just going to say, you know, you know, Facebook, uh, for, sorry, live video in general is just another type of content 
you know, it's another platform, isn't it? So, you know, I think of podcasting. I know podcasts that are on um, knitting and one's about death and, under, you know, being, being an undertaker. So I don't see why you can't talk about those things on uh, a live platform as well. Yeah. And the thing for me, uh, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show that, you know, I started doing it when only live video was like Google Hangouts and you could have to do stuff that way. Well, the reason I did it is because I didn't want to write. I don't like to write, you know, blog posts. And I thought, well, I can I can talk. And, I, you know, it was the the least point of pain for me was doing it that way and not, mm. you know, I mean, I, if I have to write, I'll write. But I'd rather do this because it just seems to be easier. So, so find out what works for you, what you enjoy doing and, and, and do some of that. So we talked about the phone, you know, you can practice with just your phone, but is there any software that people need to do live video uh, other than let's say Facebook live or Periscope? Do you recommend anything else? And, and then we'll talk about some other tools later. Uh, are you talking about from your phone or from other? Yeah. From, from your phone. I mean, it's, I mean, I know a lot of people think, well, I, I see this thing on Facebook. Is that all I need? I mean, can, couldn't you just really get started by just doing live video from Facebook? I, I think so. Keep it simple to begin with. I always say just, uh, you know, if it's Facebook, just go live through either the, the, the main app or the, if it's to your page, you can use the pages app. Mm -hmm. uh, just, just do that. And, um, you know, same, same with Periscope. Just, well, obviously Periscope is what it is, you know. Right, right. Um, just keep it simple. Uh, I think the next stage, which we'll probably talk about, is taking it to your desktop or your laptop, and you can do so many more things on, uh, uh, from that point of view. If you're wanting to take get take things to the next level on your on your mobile device, then I would suggest it's more of a hardware thing I would look at. So I would look at improving. The first thing I would look at improving is uh, the audio. So look at getting, um, getting it. You could get a lapel mic or some external microphone that makes a big difference. You could look at getting uh, some different lenses for your phone. So these are kind of uh, lenses that you can put uh, on your, on your phone's camera to make it more wide angle. Uh, mm. You can make, make some really quite cool effects there. You could get a tripod to keep, keep it nice and stable uh, So that, and lighting as well. So there's loads of things you could, I mean, you know, with the iPhone and, and quite a few Android phones these days, the, the camera is amazing. It, it's just awesome. Yeah. So you could do so much from your phone. So, uh, but to take things, to make things a little bit more professional, uh, look at uh, audio, you know, with the microphone, uh maybe lenses tripod and lighting right and i would i would uh echo that with especially audio because people will forgive bad video yeah. but they won't really forgive bad audio they'll click off really quickly so and i and i i can recommend one because i just bought it and it just came like yesterday because i'm going to use it for social media marketing world is the rode uh smart lab plus and it's built just for your um your iphone or your your mobile device it's made for that and so um, and it was 70 bucks and it's, and that was a high quality microphone. And I did a little test yeah. and was very impressed with it. So something like that, I mean, minimal investment can really, you know, boost your production quality yeah, yeah. without getting, you know, stuff like Ian and I, we're going to talk about, and we're going to, it's going to be a geek alert here in a minute because <laughs> we are going to get pretty deep with some stuff, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people do want to, they want, they start with their phone and they want to take it to the next level. And because they see the results, I mean, the reason I've had three years of doing this show is because it works and I connect with people and I meet Ian and, you know, get to speak. I mean, all that stuff. So it can really open some doors for you. So don't, you know, anything good usually 
is comes out of fear. <laughs> so, you know, push yourself and, and move forward in, in doing something like that. So that microphone, you and I, that microphone is, is very good. I can, I can attest to that. The only thing I'd say is Andro- Android users beware because uh-oh. it works really well with the, the iPhone. It works with some Android phones. It didn't work with mine. So just do your research with these mm. things. Yeah, I would echo that. So, but now you've moved to iPhone with the Oh, rest I haven't of yet. You, not yet. It's it, you I, I thought you went to I, Oh, you went to Mac. That's right. I've okay. got a Mac, but I've still got my your Android phone. That's right. We'll convert you all the way here shortly. <laughs> um, so you and I both I know both of us use Wirecast. Is there a reason that you use you picked that? I mean, OBS was free. Yeah. That's the free open source and that stands for Open Broadcasting, Broadcasting Software software okay and that's a free version so if you want to test and play with some of the stuff you guys can go download but you and i pay for for wirecast and it's about a 500 hundred dollar product for the the cheapest version so yeah. why did you do that and i want to hear your your thoughts of why you went with wirecast well i will say obs studio is an amazing piece of software it's it's a great way to get started it does integrate with facebook and facebook live you can also do uh, live streaming to YouTube and Periscope. You could do some amazing stuff. Um, What I will say, what Wirecast gives you, uh, there's a number of things. So first of all, it is, uh, it's just more powerful. And if you have a, with, with OBS Studio, I found that my computer was just almost kind of like um, running out of juice. We'll put it that way. Whereas Wirecast is a bit more efficient with its uh, use of resources because live streaming on a, on a desktop is just needs a lot of power. Especially if you're broadcasting too, at the same time, it does take a lot of stuff. Yes. And that brings me on to the second thing, which is OBS studio only supports one uh, platform at one time. So you can only do either Periscope or Facebook. Wirecast allows you to do multiple platforms. Although Facebook, they don't, they make it difficult for you because they don't want you to um, broadcast to Facebook plus another one through Wirecast. But there are ways around that. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one. Uh, the second one, and then third one, I think is it's just more robust. There's more power, um, more features. Uh, you can do some really really quite cool stuff, which we can get into. So a bit more kind of geeky things. And fourthly, am I on to point four? I think I am. Fourthly is the level of support. So if, th- if things go wrong on OBS Studio, uh, well, I mean, you can you can ask around, you can ask me, uh, you can ask people who have had experience, you can go to the forums, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Whereas with um, Wirecast, you know, you're paying at least $500 for this. So you do get relatively decent support with that. Um, so, uh, and a good community as well of, yeah, it's the professional's choice really. So that's why I yeah. went to Wirecast. And there's a good, uh, there's a good user group inside of, you mentioned the forums for Wirecast is, is too. So I just want to say, I, you know, we're using Wirecast actually right now. We're on Crowdcast, but I have a computer over here, which is actually capturing this video and streaming it out uh, using Wirecast. And this is the same setup I use for Social Media Examiner because I produce uh, most all of their live shows um, in the background. I'm hidden most of the time and their Friday show and stuff like that. And so at the same time, we are going to um, Facebook, um, wire, uh, Facebook, Periscope and YouTube. So it's all happening at the same time. I used to do that with Wirecast and I, had to, I used to have to balance my um, output you know, because you're, you only have so much bandwidth. 
And so, you know, when you're going, depending on your where you're at in the country, and I was just squeaking by. I didn't have enough um, room really to play with much. And I found a new service, and Ian and I were talking about this uh, in the uh, show. And I'm actually, we're, we're going to partner together, and I'm, I'm doing a little course about it. Um, and I use, and it's what I do is I send it out from Wirecast to one spot and it splits it out to everything. And so I don't get hit hard with the bandwidth usage Mm -hmm. and it's called switchboard live. And I love it. It's great. It lets me go to all the platforms I can get around. Um, you know, in Wirecast, if you use the official Facebook API, you can't stream to any other platforms. Well, using this, I can, and it works great. I have no bandwidth cap. I can I pay actually a little bit extra so I have the full HD everything. So uh, if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can go to mainlypictureships.com forward slash live video and sign up. I'm not going to take the course until after social mar- social media marketing world. But anyway, and so I just wanted to throw that out there because um, that was a little big limitation because I know a lot of people want to go everywhere at once. I don't I know. Um, there is some of that that question, but do you do you think you should broadcast to everywhere at the same time, or you do you think we should just concentrate on just one? Because we do have the issue of, and we have the same issue at Social Media Marketing World uh, is, I mean, Social Media Examiner is getting the comments in one spot. Mm-hmm. And we always say, "Okay, hey, come over to Crowdcast, come over to Crowdcast," you know, so we can monitor the comments. But people still make comments on those other platforms, and we're trying to kind of wrangle those mm-hmm. too. So there's some plus and minuses. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's a huge problem. I mean, I, I speak to people constantly about this. You know, the fact that uh, we've we 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 all see the power of uh, uh, broadcasting to all these different platforms. It makes sense. You know, you want to be where your audience is, but there are issues. I mean, one of the biggest issue is the we don't have a unified comment comment stream, and so it's mm-hmm. it's all fragmented all over the place. And what we need really is a way of unifying them, but. It doesn't exist, and at, certainly at the moment, that uh, that type of service. And I think it would be very difficult to build it, C- certainly when it comes to Periscope, because I don't even think it's possible to do that to extract those comments out. Right. Um, and the the other the other issue is that, and this this is um, a similar issue for people who are cross posting to different social networks with just with normal posts, is that the audience is different, the platform is different, so. Um, I think people, if they go onto Periscope and it's quite obviously you're just live streaming it from Facebook and you're not really paying any attention to the Periscope people, mm-hmm. I think they're going to switch off. Um, whereas, or, or maybe more so, whereas if we could develop a way for you to, in front of you, you know, you probably have to have like 10 right. screens in front right, of you exactly. and you could monitor it all and you're you're constantly you know, referring to people across all the platforms, then it might be possible to do that. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is something we've got to work out as as uh, broadcasters and marketers uh, and, and test, you know, at the end of the day, if you're broadcasting to all these networks and you're probably, you're only getting one viewer on Periscope or one viewer on YouTube and they only watch for about 30 seconds and they give up, then is it worth your time? <laughs> you know, that's right. what you got to think about. It's funny. I've I've noticed uh, like on Facebook viewers is a lot shorter than what you have on YouTube, which makes sense because YouTube people go to watch videos. And mm-hmm. so I, I see that now. I still think it's a little getting li- the live view thing on YouTube. So because people are so used to going there and watching content at their leisure, I think that's kind of a little yeah. 
you know, hard to get over. But, um, you know, we do it because we're social media geeks and we are on every platform anyway. But I really I think you have a great point of like if, if this is a business, let's say you're a local um, you know, retailer, like a flower shop or something like that, you know, doing live video about your new bouquets or something and not freaking out about going everywhere at once. But find out where your people are. And, and I have a feeling they're probably on Facebook and just use Facebook Live and, and, and grow your audience there. And then, you know, if that's working, and you have bandwidth to do it. You can always go and try try a different one. But I think your point is um, is very, very well made. Do you have any drawbacks to uh, Wirecast? I mean, do you have any things that you don't um, that, that you wish they would have done differently? Um. It's that's a good question. I, I've, I, a lot of people say. Well, I've heard mixed mixed reports. Some people say Wirecast is really easy to, to, to use right from the word go. I think probably for me because I spent so much time on OBS Studio, and you know, I even produced a course on the, on on how to use it. Moving from that to Wirecast, I just found it there was a learning curve because it, I suppose, because it is more powerful, and I was trying to understand everything, so it mm-hmm. took me some time to get used to it. It's it, 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 there is a learning curve with it, so there's there's no doubt about that. It, it will take a bit of time to get used to all the functions. It can be a little bit clunky in places, and it, it's occasionally I've found it crashes. Um, uh, but thankfully, not it doesn't crash. Uh, it tends to crash when I close it down, so it's not like a big deal. It's <laughs> right. kind of like I close it down, and then it starts to crash. It's like it, it kind of is feeling, I don't know, it's feeling sad that I've closed it down or something. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it's what, one thing I will say, which I've been really, really excited about with Wirecast, uh, and this is something that doesn't happen really so much with OBS Studio. OBS, OBS Studio is open source, so they they are developing it. They are adding new features, but Wirecast at the moment they're constantly updating it with new features. You know, just last week there was uh, seven point four, I think we're on right. loads of new features, which are really, really cool. And uh, I think they've they're they're seeing the amount of excitement in this in the live video world and they're they're wanting to deliver on that and get us talking about it so that's that's really cool so you mentioned these uh the new version in fact i didn't want to mess with it because i didn't want to have you never know and and i have two shows i have another show after this i need to produce and so i was like i I really want to upgrade but i don't want to mess anything up so um they they upgraded this new version that allows you to schedule uh, upcoming live events on Facebook groups and event pages, which is kind of a big deal. And um, first of all, why do you think – can you explain to people why it's so important to schedule these Facebook live posts, which is a, a kind of a new thing mm-hmm. anyway, but why that's so important? Yeah, this uh, is – It took me a while for this to really sink in because you've been able to schedule from a Facebook page for – depending on, you know, it's not been, it, it took a while to be rolled out to everyone, but, it, you know, certainly a couple of months you've been able to schedule uh, up to a week in advance. So I have a, I have a live show, you know, and I can, I can uh, post it in my, on my page and people can sign up to be notified for that. Um, so uh, for example, I, I can, I can create that schedule post. It goes, gets posted onto my page People can be no, uh, can be notified about that, and then that post itself will go live 
uh, on on Monday when when I'm actually live. So I can share that out. I can I can send people from my mailing list to that. I it's I can cross post it to other networks. The amount the amount of um, the power that you have over over that is is amazing. You can even embed that video on your website so that when you go live, people can see it on your website. So the power of that is is amazing. The, the only kind of downside is that it's been only available to people with a page. And if you are going in a, wanting to go live in a group or going live on your profile or an event, uh, the only option to you is to go, well, you can say, I am going to go live next week on a Monday, but you can't mm -hmm. do this proper official scheduled live until now with, with Wirecast. And what I didn't realize that is that buried deep in the dark and, and <laughs> scary API, which is this, um, you know, it's the geeky thing that Facebook have that allow other tools to link up with it, is the ability to schedule from your profile group and events. And what Wirecast have done is they've just baked that into, into their tool. So you just can select the date and the time when you want to go live and it gets posted immediately to your profile or group. And uh, I think that's really cool, really powerful. Is it, is it the same? Because I thought that you could only schedule things for 24 hours before because the stream would shut down on Facebook uh, if you were going into, you know, using the RTMP thing. Because um, is it the, when you say schedule live, is it the same thing like what I did today where it has the button where it says get a reminder? Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. Okay. So you can do that up to a week in advance okay. um and they give you the rtmp i think yeah i've never tested this but they give you this kind of the stream key um i've i've never made a i've never made a note of it when i schedule it because then when i go live um, it gives me it again but you don't even need to worry about that in wirecast you don't need to worry really about stream keys you you just um you just go in there and, and do it live Unless, of course, you want to do it, um, unless you want to broadcast to multiple platforms at the same time, and then you do need to worry about stream keys. But that's another, a totally different yeah. thing, which we probably won't go into because I don't want to bore everyone to death. Well, yeah, and that's what I'll cover uh, you know, in a little bit because that's what I have to do every yeah. week because <laughs> I have to go in. So I have to schedule that, find the key, put it in there. And that's where the thing like uh, Switchboard Live comes in very handy because I can set that up beforehand. So, uh, but yeah, so the, the scheduling thing, it lets people, it gives them a notification as well, which is huge that, yes. Um, yes. you know, you can get reminders from it. There's a little button on there, which is kind of frustrating because you try to upload a custom image, the button goes away which I don't like. And so I always leave it the way it is because I like, I think people like to click on that button, but you also get a notification that, you know, Hey, uh, Jeff C scheduled a, a video. that's going to go live in, you know, in a day or whatever. And so, which I think drives people to watch your show and build some engagement. And like you said, yeah. you can share that other, other places. So I think, um, I think that's very, very cool. And that leads into the next question. Um, how do you promote your show? What is the best ways you found with all these new things? We talked about scheduling uh, tool, you know, scheduling with this, uh, this new scheduling thing that Facebook has. What, what are some other ways that you promote your, sh your show? I mean, sometimes I do a really great job of it. And sometimes I'm like, Oh no, I've got a show today. I got to get this ready. So what do you do to get uh, people to your show? Well, and it's, 
very similar to other types of content that, you, that you're doing, except for the fact that it's uh, because it is live, they need to be there at that time. Uh, so there are two elements to this. You know, I, I, I think we, we obviously want to get live viewers who are going to interact with us. But I also will say is don't forget about the, the replay viewers. And I've, I have this, I've actually got a quite a big thing about creating evergreen content from your, mm -hmm. from your live broadcast. So I frequently get people saying, oh, sorry, I missed your show. Um, and, but they're interacting after the event. And I can, you can see their comments kind of being added, right. even though they're watching it later. So, you know, that's something that you can think about too. But um, one thing I, I've, I did recently is I, I, in my in my mailing list, I sent out an email saying, "I'm I'm going live uh, next next week, next Monday. Uh, if you're interested, I mean, I obviously say what I'm going to be talking about. If you're interested, yeah. just, just click here, and I will remind you just before the time. So, although you've got the Facebook notification system with the um, the, the scheduled live, uh, I still think email's really powerful. I mean, most people are using email and if they have opted into that, then uh, that's great. So I they just click on that and then I just set up a an automation in my email software, which I mean, I use active campaign, but most, most, uh, most tools out there will do a similar thing. And, you know, either half an hour, 15 minutes or an hour before you're going live, you can just send out, send a quick email out that says, Hey, you, you wanted me to remind you, um, here's the link and, uh, hope to see you. And, the other thing is just standard kind of marketing things, uh, or maybe this is kind of getting more into the realm of psychology, but, you know, a bit of intrigue, you know, uh, say we're going to talk about this um, next week, um, you know, watch to find out more about this. Uh, that might be one good way. And also just getting people to ask questions. So get people to ask questions beforehand and say, that's a great question. I'm going to answer that in the show. And people love their questions to be answered. Yeah. I think too, um, what you, you said about, um, you know, getting people to your show is not to worry about, you know, live viewers because really, I mean, small businesses, especially when you are talking about, you know, your auto body shop or maybe new flowers and a coffee at the, at your, you know, your store, you probably won't ex have like a ton of viewers at the beginning and that's okay. I mean, mm -hmm. Most of the stuff I've seen, just like you, is the stuff that happens afterwards. And, you know, because you're putting content out, you're probably doing more than 75 to 80 percent of your competition, you know, nationwide or whatever, because most people aren't doing that. And this you're putting content out there. And so give yourself a hand for doing that. And don't freak out about these, you know, oh, I only had five people show up to my, you know, yeah, my yeah. show or whatever. And so. I mean, you're putting out content, you know, wow, that's awesome. And so that, I, I want people who are watching this or listening to it later is to go, you know, I did one and only like my mom and my aunt showed up, you know, don't worry about it. I mean, you're it's putting so content true. out, you're going out there. So it's so true. The problem is Facebook kind of slaps the number of live viewers <laughs> on the top left. So you can't get away from it. But right. yeah, and I totally agree with you, but I, I still feel the same, you know, uh, I, 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 I would say, you know, test the time of day as well, because you'll get different numbers at different times of the day, I think. And 
you know, try different formats. But yeah, just try not to worry about that because certainly my initial Facebook lives, I was probably getting one or two people. It was really, really depressing uh, right. watching them. But then, uh, you know, some of those early ones, just the number of comments afterwards, the number of replay viewers was completely mad. I was getting hundreds and hundreds of people. So yeah, I think we can get too hung up on the, the number of live viewers. So just ignore them. I mean, you probably get equally freaked out if you had like 5,000 people watching you. So, right. you know, it's, it's all relative. You can't win. You can't win. <laughs> and this is a side note, too. After your video is done, one thing that you may want to do, and I've started doing this, uh, if you're getting some comments and you're seeing some momentum on that video you just did, throw some money behind it in Facebook. And I'm talking like $2. And see what happens. Target really well. Like if you're, uh, let's say, you know, since we're talking about social media, I would target, you know, different social media companies and do some little targeting on Facebook. Um, and it really does increase your views and Facebook loves video. And so you'll start getting more comments. So if you're struggling with those viewers, try adding, you know, I would, I've just been playing with two bucks after a show. And if, then if it really takes off, I'll put some more money behind it. But uh, that's something I don't think $2 will break anybody's budget, but give that a shot and see. Um, here's another question. And I, I just thought about this the other day is, do you think we're getting close to content shock for live video? I mean, here we are talking about live video. Everybody else is talking about live video. All these new platforms are rolling out live video. In fact, just today, um, Facebook Messenger stole Snapchat pretty much. And it's doing this uh, messenger day where I actually got on my messenger and promoted this show, you know, because now we can do video on on messenger. So are we getting overwhelmed with live video and people are you think people are going to go, oh, I just want to read a blog article. I'm done with this. <laughs> so what do you think? I know Schaefer talks about content shock. What do you think? Well, yeah, um, I think it depends on the industry you're in, because I think in our industry in, in marketing social media, yeah, we're probably are reaching. I'm not sure we're reaching, you know, um, live video shock, right. but um, we, yeah, I mean, it's been talked about all over the place. And uh, uh, I think it divides people. You get some people that absolutely love it. And I have spoken to people that are just totally fed up with it. They, 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 they in their work, in their view, they're seeing a lot of low quality content out there, mm -hmm. um, live stuff. So I think you need to look at the, the 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 sector that you're in. You know, so I'm working with a client who is uh, an, an estate, a real estate agent here in the UK, and in in his industry, there's I mean I don't I don't see anyone else doing it. So it makes perfect sense for for him to look at that and mm -hmm. so I, th I think you know think about that uh, in our industry in the marketing w world that i think there are a lot more people quite quite a few more people doing it so then we need to look at ways of making it making it stand out to maybe look at the quality or do something that's completely out of the ordinary but above all as you were saying before to deliver really good value um and then look at Look at making that video work for you. Make it into evergreen content. Take it in, make it into a blog. Repurpose it. There's loads of things that you can do. Yeah, I've thought, and I started kind of playing with the idea of chopping up these into little bits because, you know, for me, a good question and answer is usually about three minute, two to three minutes long, and that's a perfect thing for a small little bit of time because I know for me, and that's why I asked the question about content shock. It's like, oh, 
Ian's on. I don't have an hour to watch him. Oh, Mike's on. I don't have a time. I don't have an, you know, and so you can't be everywhere watching video all the time. And, you know, the, the, the replay stuff. And, uh, you know, even I think about the dark, what they call the dark social, where you never know who's watching you. And I've, I've had people email me that, oh, we love your podcast. I didn't even know you were listening. So, I mean, I think there's, so, there's something you can't just look at your live numbers like we talked about. But also what you said is to provide value all the time. I mean, I started the show because I wanted to ask cool people questions <laughs> and get free consulting is <laughs> pretty much yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and, it, and, uh, and the audience came with it. And so um, I think, you know, ask questions that you, that you find interesting. You don't have to put on a, mm. you know, a, you know, a, a big news show or something, just, you know, ask questions you find interesting. So I agree. Uh, and, and one other thing is I just say that, even if people don't watch you or they might only watch you for 30 seconds, that doesn't mean that they hate you. You know, they, it, it means that you are becoming more visible, you know, and, you know, since we're talking about Mark Schaefer, you know, he's written this whole known book, you know, okay. it's maybe making you more known and, and more visible. And that's not a bad thing, hopefully, you know, uh, as long as people aren't getting totally fed up with you. Um, so that is something to, to bear in mind that, you know, don't worry that uh, people are only watching you for a short period of time. That will hopefully increase over time. You mentioned earlier a teleprompter uh, that we talked about in the green room too. So are there any other tools that you really like using for live video and teleprompter may be something if somebody's really, you don't want to sit there and hello, my, you know, and read your, your whole thing, but it might help some people. So are there any other tools uh, in that teleprompter one that you like to use? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I so there's there's two kind of types of teleprompter. So I personally wouldn't use a kind of a standard teleprompter uh, to go through what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, I, as you know me, I'm, I'm like a total tool geek, but right. just above me here, I mean, I've got two monitors here. Um, so I can I can have on my second um, second monitor up here. I I can have a Google Doc there with with a few things, but actually just above my second webcam there. So if if I'm doing my live show, I tend to kind of look up here. Mm -hmm. I've got posted to the wall with a bit of blue tack. I've just got some bullet points, um, and so I would just keep keep things simple. Uh, there are there are some kind of apps out there, some teleprompter apps. Um, the the one. There's, there is one that uh, I've totally forgotten, but I, I can add that later uh, to, the, to the chat. I can let you know. Uh, okay. The other thing that I, I particularly like, you know, particularly for live video when you're getting comments is one of the big problems are the comments uh, keeping on top of those, you know, and, and I, I was using my phone, you know, to begin with. And then you've got the problem with the audio coming out and you're getting the echo <laughs> right, right. Uh, or you've got you know, you're trying to kind of refresh it on one of your monitors, but you've got Wirecast open and you've got all these things and it's just ridiculous. So I've come across at the moment, unfortunately, this is a little bit geeky, requires a little bit of, this is going to sound horrible, but a bit of coding, a bit of coding. Uh -oh, you've, got, no. you've got to edit. It's not as bad as it sounds. You've got to edit one little thing, but it's it's cool. It's basically, uh, it's uh, you load it onto your website and it gives you real-time comments really really big of your on your live video and you can scroll up and down and it also gives you reactions and how many people are viewing so it's um it's a pretty cool uh tool cool. i know that uh switchboard is is coming working on a beta of um 
of being able to th- a lot of this multicasting stuff came out of the gamers kind of you know they were playing video games and they wanted to do it on twitch and all these other places and stuff oh mike alton said that was prompt spark yeah think, that's the mike. one yeah and, steve, and, i think steve dotto was talking about it recently yeah he was using one. it the other day too so you know you don't want to look like you're reading but i think something like that and and somebody who comes together with a an app that will let you pull all this stuff together will be richer beyond their wildest dreams if they can get it to work um yeah so um here, kind of a couple final questions. One, uh, Ian, where do you think live video? I know this. I'm not even going to say a year. Where do you think it'll be in three months from now? Live video. Yeah, live video. Yesterday. Um, I mean, now you have drones. I mean, live yeah. video. I've been watching people do that on Facebook with their drones. And yeah, what do you think yeah. it'll be in three months? Oh my goodness. Well. Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've already kind of seen the future. You know, it is it is things like drones. It is you know we've already got live three hundred and sixty live video, and three hundred and sixty cameras are becoming a lot cheaper. So you know, so probably three hundred and sixty drones maybe, and uh, you know, f- full HD, full HD. What's full HD? You know, we're onto four K, eight K, sixteen K. You know, <laughs> That's right? Um, you know, and and uh, one one area where I think we could. I, I don't see it being developed uh, particularly mu- much more, but I would say there's not been that much development in the world of audio, you know. So I I think that is a shame. I think we could do with better quality audio, uh, you know, particularly for musicians and um, mm. those kind of artists. So we've got uh, Facebook Live Audio, which is uh, – going to be good for for djs and for for musicians right. and people like that uh, as long as people don't get banned uh because yeah. i've heard a lot of people getting you know banned for five days and sometimes longer for playing copyrighted music perhaps even being played on the radio behind you and facebook hears it and bans you so just be careful of that i've heard people who were doing uh google hangouts before who wrote the song getting a strike <laughs> against them on youtube because I mean, it's just ridiculous, and they owned it. So, uh, yeah. So, I uh, my my prediction, and I think that, uh, and Michael Stelsner said this was that um, he thinks the last boundary will be getting um, into the living room. Yes. And I, you're seeing that already with, you know, Facebook. I, I do it with my kids all the time. I'll find a funny video with dogs or something, and I can sit there and with my um, Google. Um, whatever it is, I can't even remember, a Chromecast. Chromecast I, can, yeah. I can shoot it straight there using the Facebook and go right into, uh, let them watch it. So um, shows, people developing stuff. I think there's just so much creativity that's going to happen on this platform. Um, yeah. Last, Oh, this is another question. I just want to, what your thoughts about it. We're putting all this great content and we're giving it away to Facebook or Periscope or whatever. Do you think we really need to start thinking about how to get it back on? I know you can embed it on your website, but you're still using, you know, Facebook stuff. Um, Do you think that's uh, something we need to start worrying about is, you know, they're they're giving us all these free tools or giving us all this technology so they can track us and market to us, um, which is great for marketers. But, you know, how do we, you know, as our our personal website, is it going to go away or do we need to really start thinking about how can I drive people one to my email list and back to my website, those kind of things. Oh, you've, you've always got to think about that. I, th- I think, you know, wh- where, what, what is your plan of, what do you want people to do once they've watched the video or they're watching the video? Uh, 
it, it could just be to do with brand awareness. Uh, I mean, I think there's, there's, there's two questions there. There's the first question, what if Facebook decide to pull Facebook Live? I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. But I think it it's if you're really serious about the live video and you're producing some really killer content, then I think it makes sense to make sure you're downloading or keeping a copy of those videos so you can repurpose. Mm. Um, so you can already do that within Facebook. You can download the videos. Um, if you've got the likes of OBS Studio or Wirecast and you put, you're streaming from your desktop, then you can actually uh, save the video as well. So you know, not to be too technical, but Facebook is only 720p. It's not full HD. So you're streaming in that, but you can also save in full HD. So when you then upload to the likes of YouTube, you can be in you know, beautiful full HD and it'll be That's right. wonderful. That's right. I'll be Very much cool. rejoicing. Yeah, I think those are good points to so make sure that you keep all your stuff as a backup because you never know what could happen. So, well, we've reached our end of our time, Ian. Thanks again for being on the show. Um, where can people find you online? I'm glad you said online. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can be found. My website is iag.me. And you can also find me on Twitter at iagdotme. Those are probably the, the best places to find me. Very cool. And where can they get, I mean, you have a whole course on live video. Where's the best way for them to find that? So you can, if you go to, uh, if you go to just iag.me, there's a big, uh, you can't really miss it. Right at the top, there's a big uh, kind of big signpost for the course. So you can find out more there just by going to that website. Yeah, very, very cool. And if you'd like to, um, sign up pre-sign up for um this uh how to broadcast to multiple locations which i do every week you can go to manlypitcherships.com forward slash live video thank you so much for being on the show today as always we'd love for you to visit to manlypitcherships.com click on the sidebar and subscribe to our email community uh so you'll never miss a great show and a guest like we had with ian today because at manlypitcherships.com we're adding testosterone one pin at a time see you next time everybody thanks for watching thank you for joining Jeff on his mission to help you be successful in the Pinterest world. Would you like to take part in a live show? Be sure to join Jeff's email community at manlypinteresttips.com. Adding testosterone. One pin at a time.